Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, my podcast is a chat about the things we do for love. The things we do for love. Well done. <laughs> you didn't spill your drink? Uh, good. Okay. The things we do for love. The things we do for love. This week I'm joined by... Nick Helm. His favourite food is... Lizette. No, it's not Lizette, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Garfield. <laughs> Lasagna is like something someone puts when they're practicing French. This is like like when uh, you go to the restaurant and then everybody orders and then it's your turn and you go, I love the mushroom risotto. And then you go, I didn't want that. And you start with mushroom risotto and everyone else has got, you know, a burger. Yeah, that was a great answer. Um, uh, Chinese food. <laughs> His least favourite food is... Listen, oh. <laughs> um, eggs. Really? I hate them. I hate the word. Let's move on. The worst mm. chat-up line he's ever used is... I don't use them. Um, how about coming back to my place? <laughs> I've got carpets. <laughs> The cleaner's been. <laughs> the things we do for love. Yay! Welcome to. Thank you. Welcome to the things we do for love, the podcast where we talk about the things we do for love. It might be the time you got hypothermia from camping outside someone's house, uh, someone you fancied, not just anyone. Um, it might be the time you only got confirmed because you fancied the altar boy, Stephen. And also so you could drink wine. Um, that's why I got confirmed. Are you confirmed? Um, as what? A guy? I am. You've just you? confirmed it. Yeah, you are a guy. You are a really talented guy. Um, am I confirmed? Is that a religious thing? And oh, no, I'm not. I'm clearly not. Are you christened? Um, I don't think I am, actually. I mean, I, mean, I don't remember it if I was. Um, and we've n- barely mentioned it since as a family, so... <laughs> I don't think I am christened, no. 
because I got um, yeah I got confirmed I wasn't christened because my mum just couldn't cope um, with like having a child <laughs> at all <laughs> um, so I actually sort of forgot to have me christened but I was also born with a lump on my head like a really big lump that pressed down on my eyebrow made me look permanently annoyed have I ever told you about this? No you haven't um, yeah so and that was I think of sort of preoccupying for my parents um, <laughs> because people had lots of different advice like hit it with a bible <laughs> and then it just sank into my head when I was about three and then it's never been seen again so you know who knows I always think it might emerge somewhere like on my knee one day but I'm not very good at science so. Jean- Jean-Claude Van Damme's got a lump on his head has he? yeah and it's, it's never held him back <laughs> except for for the last 20 years but I don't think that you can really blame that on the lump on his head but yes yeah if you, that's a fun thing that you can all do after you've listened to the podcast. You can, I guess I've never seen him in profile. No, it's, you can see it full on. He's just got, he's got a brow, he's got a crease in his brow and then a lump right here. And it's in all Has of his films. Else? Give me a cheer if you knew that. Give me a cheer if you didn't. <laughs> you didn't know? Was that, was that, <laughs> Not the fact that, yay! Was that the, was that the didn't know? It's the same. Oh, they didn't know. But it's quite weird to ask people to give you a cheer about a negative thing, isn't it? <laughs> Give me a cheer if you've had a really terrible breakup in your life. Yay! <laughs> yay! Because you know, I guess because you're saying the word yay. Um, I wonder if cheering is different in different countries. You know, like you know, like in France they think that ducks say like brick brick or something. Like there's a website where you can look up the animal and then it says all the different countries and what they think animals say. So I'm wondering if, if other countries where you say, give me a cheer, they're like, ho. Huh. I guess everything is material. <laughs> yes, it is, my friend. Yes, it is. And so, I had this lump on my head, blah, blah, blah. I didn't get christened. I didn't get confirmed. You don't get confirmed until you're older. Well, I don't know what confirmed is. Confirmed is like... Does anyone know? Yeah. Hi, can we bring a mic to this lady? I never thought that the first mic we'd bring into the audience would be about religion. <laughs> this is the way tonight's going to be. It's surprising. That lady just um, over there is going to explain what confirmation is. Um, it, it was Church of England confirmation. Is that get... in, in, within your area of expertise? I'm not entirely sure about Church of England. Okay, what do you... Do that. Huh? They did when I'm 37, so maybe they've stopped doing it now. They did it, they did it when I was like 12. What? Right, they gave it a go and then they stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah, they stopped doing it. The, the girl with the lump on her head in Matlock did it. That's the last time I remember doing it. Um, and, Sinead, yeah. Here. All right, yeah, sorry. Um, Hello, Sinead. Hi. Um, if I can remember, um, it's meant to be baptism communion and then confirmation like you're entering adulthood yes i think think it's that too yeah it's meant to be sort of like a rite of passage yeah yeah i think so was that a nice was that the right thing to say do you think i felt like that was really philosophical rite of passage yeah no i just think you're both guessing an ancient (laughs) an ancient tradition if i was listening i'd have skipped on to something else by now What did John Robin say in that last one? (laughs) Thank you, Sinead. Thank you. Thank you for giving it your best guess. (laughs) It was well worth the 45 seconds it took to set that up. Fantastic. 45 seconds that we'll never get back. And that's my confirmation. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was good material. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so I got confirmed, which is why you... But the main, main reason I got confirmed is because you get to drink wine and eat these wafer things. Uh, they're called wafers. You know, I had these hamburger things. They were called hamburgers. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was a wafer. Um, but the only reason I did it is because I would get to drink wine and so I could get to be near Stephen, the altar boy. <laughs> so my first question to you was going to be, have you ever done anything like that to get close to someone you fancied like pretended to believe in God (laughs) (laughs) Um, no I have I I once I pretended to be a vegetarian because I liked a girl that was older than me and she was a vegetarian but (laughs) I didn't commit to it I mean I didn't I didn't even not I didn't even take the ham sandwich out of my mouth while I was saying it. You know, I, didn't, I didn't even drop the chicken leg. I was just like saying, yeah, I'm a vegetarian, yeah. No, that, but I was like, I was young and naive. I was 12 or something and she was 16. And I oh really my God, that would have been yeah. illegal if you'd had sex. <laughs> yeah. But imagine. Was she like a devout vegetarian? Oh, I don't know. We never hung out, did we? She was four years older than me. It was like, it was, you know, that was a huge gap. You know, 12 to 14. You think, oh, I could make that work. And, you know, and now I don't have trouble, you know, sleeping with 50-year-olds and (laughs) 60-year-olds. You know, I haven't got a problem with any... Well, you know, above... Wow. Well, so that's all you've done. That's pretty cool. I don't, well, you know, I'm kind of like, um, just, just, I'm just Nick. Do you know what I mean, guys? Yeah, but, but, but I do. <laughs> uh, I don't really use chat-up lines, and I'm just myself, and uh, that seems to do the job. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe that could be a lesson to all of you uh, out there. Just be yourself, yeah? And stop hiding behind a veneer of sordidness. I used the word veneer. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Veneer's a great word. That's yeah. the best, definitely the best word you've used so far. Like, yeah, it means a card, doesn't it? It's a card. Write a passage and veneer. Veneer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but that is what I always think of you, that you are always yourself. Like, I think I really struggled with... Um, but, like, I think I used to change quite a lot, depending on... I used to change my accent, like, if I met a cockney or a fancy <laughs> oh no yeah. but, um, but I, I, um, I my accent changes I because uh, I, I'm from North London but everyone thinks I'm from Bristol because I lived with some people from Plymouth for three years at uni and then uh, and all my family are from sort of Staffordshire and Yorkshire so I've got kind of like a, 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 whoever I've been hanging around with that day my I had to do a voiceover thing for Sam Simmons and he wanted me to do it in, uh, who's an Australian comedian. Very good. Uh, that you've probably never heard of. And, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, he asked me to do like, a voiceover thing, and he was giving me the instructions, and I was just doing it in an Australian accent. So it's whoever I kind of have talked to. Oh, right, because he's Australian. Because so he's Australian. Yes, yes, yes really exactly, exactly that. No, I wasn't taking the piss. I no, just... no, but did he think you were? Like, you were like, yeah, no, okay, just... I'll, do what, I'll do it like I said. God, I really can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just sort of like absorb accents yeah. for a little bit. And um, yeah, one of my friends was from Plymouth and he's a comedian now. And uh, and I used to talk exactly like him. And he did a 
KFC voiceover and everybody thought that it was me doing it and now we're not friends. Because you were like, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> Um, so are you good at accents as a result of that because I think that I pick up like I used to live with um, a, like a load of Scouse builders um, mm. just because <laughs> what, and they're here what tonight. an reaction <laughs> yay sorry plastering it's not a builder okay. shut the fuck up <laughs> are, you a, are you a Scouser Okay, I don't think he is. That didn't sound like a Scouse accent. Cut that but bit out. That, I, I love the fact that you cheered just because I said builder. That, that's lovely. That's weird, isn't it? That's the opposite reaction to what I have to builders. I've had builders next door to me that come round every morning at 7.59 and then they start drilling in the wall next to my head and they do that from 8 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock in the evening. And, uh, yeah, and they've been doing that for a year. And you think, oh, that's not that bad. It's only a year. But um, before then, uh, the house above me, their, uh, their washing machine leaked. And uh, then they had to have building work above me. And then before then, when I first moved to my flat, is, uh, there was more building work on the other side. So they've kind of gone all the way around. Um, and uh, I just... Uh, this is why I kind of like agree to do things like this because it gets me out of the house. But where do you live? Uh, I live in Islington. Why? Is it that it's quite posh and people are having the no? Work it's or... not posh at all. It's um, uh, uh, I think it is because um, there are a lot of cunts in Islington. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, those cunts who like washing their clothes. <laughs> Like builders, I mean, it's just builders, and then they, they, they act like it's. And it came out, it's not even funny, it's not material, but you just like it's like they've been doing it for a year on the same wall, and you just think, what the fuck are you fucking building other than a climbing wall where you're just drilling in things? They think, you fucking pricks, I fucking. And it's like, and for days they're just drilling in the same place over and over and over again. You just think, what? What's there? What's there? What's there? It's not, um, it's like I say, it's not material. It's just like, it's like, but it's just right where my head, and it's, uh, what I find offensive, right, is that they've just, the, the fucking cunt who's actually hired the fucking builders has just assumed that I get up at seven o'clock in the morning and it won't bother me. I work from home and I work nights. Sometimes, right, sometimes I have finished writing at five o'clock in the morning, right? And when I say writing, I mean drinking, right? <laughs> Sometimes, which gives me like two and a half, three hours in bed before the builders start and wake me up. And it's just like, it's impossible. It's impossible. I'm tired all the time. I'm tired all the time. Right? I mean, you, 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 you don't know what it's like. <laughs> you don't know what it's like being tired all the time. You, you got a baby. I got builders next door. You know? uh, I hate them. I hate them. Um, uh, and, you know, I hate my neighbour. And... Um, but we're here to talk about love. <laughs> <laughs> do you live on your own? I do, I do. I love it. I... Oh, that's the saddest part, isn't it? <laughs> I... What do you love, Nick? Being alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are your hobbies? Being my... on my own. I mean, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when I used to live with the Scouse Builders, who I like, 
Um, one of them once we were having a party and one of them just moved the staircase like sort of unscrewed it and picked it up and moved it and then screwed it back in I had been drinking vodka and milk all night so I'm not sure I can remember it um, we ran out of mixers so we started you ever use mix- milk as a mixer? Um, I know but black Russian you know what I mean that's got milk in it but vodka no, black, and milk black, vodka and warm milk that's a white Russian a white black, Russian. black Russian's coke isn't it? is it? it is yeah the white oh, Russian yeah. is Kahlua, vodka and milk. Or cream. Plenty of ice. <laughs> Elmley. A pint of Elmley, please. Yeah, well, it's a, well, you wouldn't drink a pint of a white Russian. Oh, have you ever thrown up on white Russians? It's like thrown... cottage cheese. <laughs> have you ever thrown up on Baileys? Oh, yeah, it's like cottage cheese. Yeah, right, it's with... like... With cheddar in it. It's, it's, like, oh, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, because it's done. Yeah, it's. Uh. When I got my GCSE results, I drank a pint of Bailey's and then threw it all up. And so, if you get it so quickly, if I'd been hovering over someone's mouth, they definitely would have got pissed as a result of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quite sick. Yeah, well, neat. Throwing up spirits is. But because it, it comes out chunky, if you caught it in a mesh, you could squeeze all of the moisture out and either make a cheese or a butter out of it. Yeah, like get a muslin. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Wow, better sell that at a bloody farmer's market for 35 quid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so... <laughs> hey, th- this might be my new catchphrase. No one at home will be able to see this. <laughs> you think? That's really good. Let me try that last really thing. Good to have a better sell podcast. that at a bloody farmer's market for 35 quid. <laughs> See, it makes it funnier. It does make Why? it funnier. Yeah. So just, just doing that at the end of each thing. Well, not as funny as that, actually, it turns out. Or just having sort of signs that say laughter and applause. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a technique it. as old as show business. Um, for anyone who's listening, what I'm doing is... How would you describe that movement? Sort of like swatting a swatting an imaginary fly lazily. Yes. He's already half dead, sort or, of swatting it downwards. Or you're looking at a... You're looking at the audience and you're thinking, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a kind of baseball, basketball move. No. Like no, okay. no. <laughs> Fine. Okay, so you're still of scouse builders. Um, I'm not going to use it too, com- too often. I'm going to save it. Um, and I, I started talking with a bit of a scouse accent, but it never really sounded that scouse because I can't do accents that well. Go on. Okay. Shall I try to do scouse? Yeah. I mean, what else are we going to do? <laughs> what else is the last five minutes of our lives been building up to? <laughs> I don't know why you come over here telling me what to do. I've paid my dues, and when people come to my street and get on my case, I just don't know what to say. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, that was all right, wasn't it? No, it's awful. <laughs> I had an audition for a play once where I had to do Scouse and I did like a whole page like that and they were like, thank you, Isabel. <laughs> and then I just left. Um, and what was opening night like? <laughs> it, I was the talk of the town. <laughs> um, okay. I want to talk about love, but I feel like... I feel like I need to... I need to find the way into the... To the locked heart of Nick Helm. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Because <laughs> you said, you said, I feel like you're always yourself, Nick. 
and uh, and uh, I'm never myself. Really? Yes. Yes. I'm 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 almost a character act. No, but in real life. Oh, I'm always myself in real life. Yeah. But that's real life for you. <laughs> but being on stage in front of people as as myself is kind of uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, that's all Let's right. Let's do it. We can talk about it as the character. No. The character of Nick No, I'm happy to talk about I'm happy the character of Nick Helm. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a complicated fellow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean that it's quite... Uh, yeah, yeah. You never know what he's thinking. <laughs> I never know what he's going to say next, which is a problem. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Uh, I will I'll tell you something that I've done and I'll ask you if you've ever done anything similar so like I look like the dick and then you can say no I don't okay if that's the way you want to go ahead and do it that's fine oh actually let me just say I I got a taxi today and the um, taxi driver's friend rang him while I was in the car so he turned off Capital um, which I was very grateful for um, and he was like I don't want to talk to him he was from Liverpool. <laughs> I don't know where he was from. He was maybe from Spain, I think. <clears throat> I was like, I don't want to talk to him. Oh, man. What? Whereabouts in Spain? Alicante. <laughs> He's always talking of his girlfriend. How like, often do you get... Oh, right. I thought you meant the taxi driver. Oh, right. How often do you get the same taxi driver? <laughs> I'd only met him today. Right, yeah. So today you're in a taxi. Yeah, and he, his phone rang, and, I, and he, he turned it off, and I said, you can get that if you want. And he went, no, nah, I don't want to talk to him. And I was like, who is it? And he was like, my friend. He just broke up with his girlfriend. He's ringing me night and day. And then he was like, guys don't talk about their emotions. And that's what it is to be a real man. You have to be alone. I was like, okay. And he was like, I'll tell him. He broke up with her two weeks ago. You've got to be alone, man. You've got to be alone in life. And then you grow up. Do you think that's why he speaks like that? Because he spends <laughs> so much time alone. Yeah, he's really a public school boy from Hampshire. <laughs> he's had to develop his own accent based what? on memories. <laughs> Not the song, the things. <laughs> And he was like, if I meet up with him, I'm going to say, you know what, man? Yeah, I got one tip for you to get through a breakup. Then he was like, you want me to tell you? And I was like, yeah. And he said, you get bottle of JD. <laughs> a bottle of JD? <laughs> and he was like, JD is your best friend. <laughs> Do you think his accent has changed? I think his gender has. He <laughs> sounds like a southern belle. Yeah. JD is your friend. JD is your best friend. And he said, you drink, you sit alone, you drink bottle of JD. And then he goes, this is what I do when I break up. <laughs> he goes... I get bottle of JD, big bottle for I am man. And he goes, I drink whole bottle of JD, I go to sleep, and in the morning, I am back to normal. 
Do you think that's a good tip? <laughs> no, and I think I think he's got a bit of a nerve with an accent like that, saying that he's gone back to normal. I think maybe the JD was the start of the problems. Is he a taxi driver or an Uber? Uber. Oh. What? Well, there you go. It's all written down for you, isn't it, in an Uber? You don't have to remember anything. What, do you mean it's written down for you as in you get their name and their picture? No, as in they're just doing kind of like a sat-nav thing, aren't they? I thought you meant in a sort of metaphorical sense. Nah, quite literal me. <laughs> what about the character of Nick Kelp? <laughs> <laughs> OK, has the character of I Nick I don't Kelp... want to talk about okay, the not character. The character. <laughs> Oh, I did it. Now, I didn't mean to do my move then. I was just... Stop doing your catchphrase. No, I'm not, not doing my catchphrase. Um, do you think... Do you think there's something in that, though? Have you ever done that when... Like, when I've broken up with people, I have... I think there's something quite cool about going out and getting pissed. But maybe not drinking... God. God, you can tell I'm 37. I think there's something quite cool about going out and getting pissed. No, but I with mean... With my Uber driver. <laughs> We just get a bottle of JD, <laughs> cruise around <laughs> near Oval. Um, there's something. There's some. It's like what. There's something quite romantic about going out and destroying yourself. Yeah, it's like you're looking at yourself from the outside, isn't it? Um, it's like it's like the modern equivalent of uh, being uh, going for a walk on the moors and being all rugged and romantic and yes and poetic, but um, with vomit on your shoes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you would recommend that? I, I, no, no, I, no, well, what? Do I recommend going out and drinking? Yeah, like maybe not to the extent that the Uber driver does, but if only the Uber driver knew what a big part he was going to play in this podcast. <laughs> He'll never know. Yeah. Go on. He'll never know. Um, I, don't, I, I, I don't really understand the question, though. I don't either. Cool. Um, <laughs> Does anyone, has anyone out here, does anyone else, does anyone here, give me a cheer if you believe that drinking can help you get for a breakup? One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Wow, it, that's less people than I thought. Do you know what it does? It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make it go away, does it? But what it does is it just, oh, it means that you're not sitting in thinking about it and you actually feel like you're doing something and then it's morning again and then you can get on with all of your daily shit that you've got to do. And then what happens is it gets to about seven o'clock. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> One o'clock, maybe midday, and then, uh, and then you go, right, I'm going to, you know... You start drinking in the afternoon, <laughs> and then it really just speeds up the time between uh, uh, not having anything to do and, uh, and bedtime. And it basically knocks you out until the next day when you can get just about through the morning again. And then you kind of go through that. And then you realise that after, after like several months of that, that, um, that she was right to take the kids. <laughs> <laughs> because this is much better than anything she had planned for you. Um, <laughs> No, uh, no, it's that, isn't it? It just sort of like speeds up, speeds speeds the day up a bit, doesn't it? It uh, gets yeah. it out of the way quicker, so you can move on a bit. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose if you like really loved pinball, maybe that'd have the same effect. 
depends what you used to do with her. Yeah. If you played pinball with her, then that would just be... Yes, then it would just remind you. Just remind you. Every time you saw those... Flappers. (laughs) 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 Every time you saw... uh, How often have you played pinball? um, Actually, physically... Yeah, like on a pinball machine. Oh, three or four times. Really? Three or four times? I reckon I played three or four thousand times. <laughs> They're the original odd couple. <laughs> <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, I think there's something, I think there's. Sometimes you need to like self annihilate. I don't think pinball's got enough of an edge to it. Like, yeah. If you play pinball for like six hours straight, you wouldn't feel the same as when you're, as you say, sort of wandering around covered in sick and falling in puddles and stuff. And what, you're just not aware of it, though, are you? I mean, um, oh god. I mean, I do. I have played pinball more than three or four times. I feel like I should. There was a particularly wonderful summer. Um, <laughs> I think we were in maybe the south of France um, uh, when I was... I said France. Did you hear that? Yeah, would you normally say France? I would normally say France. I'd say Bath. Yeah, and that's Bath weird. Rather than Bath. And I said France. But that's weird that you say Bath when you're from London. Yeah, but I grew up um, in Frinchby Park, so that's north. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go on. So you're in fr- France. I just played pinball a lot. And then if you weren't playing it, you were watching the other kids play it. And then you'd be called back to, uh, to your tent because uh, you're on a canvas holiday, uh, holiday and all the tents were blue and orange. And then every morning you'd be dropped off to Hoopy Club where you'd play balls and then someone would take you down to the beach and you'd dig in the beach and you'd fall in love with the uh, the... Camp holiday instructor woman <laughs> called Lou. It's Portugal. It wasn't. It wasn't France. It was Portugal. 
Mm. Oh. But you're too young, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Far too young. I mean, she was much older. 29? No, 20. Maybe 22, but, you know, how old are you? Nine, ten? And there's some, there's some universe out there where it might just work, you know, if you just pretend you're vegetarian for long enough. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, something, maybe you can make it work, but, but no. And you're playing a game and it involves a circle with plastic chairs and, and, and you're all running around and you're excited and you're trying to impress her and you fall backwards on a plastic chair and you hit your head on a rock and she takes you back to see your parents and she says, I'm sorry, he hurt himself. And then you want to be cool about it, so you have a little lie down and they sort you all out and you run back. You run back to the club to see if, you know, to see if, you know, all the other kids. You try not to make a big effort about it because you just, like, you go in, don't you? And you just try and style it out and be cool about it. Just like, yeah, I did hit my head, but I'm all right about it. And then um, one of the other mums comes at the end and she says, um, <clears throat> you know, um, are, you, are you all right? And you go, yeah, I'm much better now. And she goes, oh, well, um, well... <laughs> I, I, I heard that you, 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 you hurt yourself and I just wanted you to know that you, 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 should, you should put yo yoghurt on it. <laughs> and then the other mum goes, no, it's not that one, it's the other fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll never go out with you then, will she? <laughs> Suddenly it's like two mums have held up a mirror to how the rest of the world sees you. And it's just an impossible, impossible chasm. Impossible chasm to penetrate. <laughs> and you can't even drink a bottle of JD, can you? Because you're, you're nine. What did she look like? Oh, she had, she, she was kind of like, she had bleached blonde hair and... And I think she used to... I think she wore a, a white polo shirt. Lou is such a perfect name for someone like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Was she the first girl you ever loved? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think... Um, um, who was the first girl that I loved? Who was the first girl that I loved? I don't know. I know that I, I kissed a girl, like proper kissed a girl, um, like properly, like really proper got off with her. <laughs> like, like we fucking went for it. <laughs> and, uh, but we went fucking, we went for it. Um, <laughs> and we properly fucking went for it. Um, and, uh, but I was in nursery school. <laughs> I mean, I'm a rascal. <laughs> um, and yeah, we were, we, I mean, this is like nursery school. This was, I know that it wasn't um, primary school or junior school. It was, it was, it was nursery school where we used to have to have naps in the afternoon. And there was, and, and, uh, and I weren't napping. <laughs> and we, um, I can't remember what her name was. The name was either Stacy or Tracy. And, um, and uh, yeah, we fucking. She was one of twins, and um, 
yeah, we used to, what we used to do is we used to sort of like wait when no one was looking and then we used to go underneath uh, the medical bed. Um, and there was sort of, and we, yeah, she used to, she, she used to grab me by the face and just really go to town. <laughs> <laughs> What a um, great phrase. It was, it was really, yeah, it was, yeah. But it was more innocent back then. <laughs> I mean, it was mental, mental. Yeah. How did it, can you remember how it started? Things like that just I seem to happen, just, don't I, they? I don't know, because I, I don't know if we fancied each other or anything, but I think we were just kind of like, but, and I don't know how many times, it might have been like two or three break times or something like that. And so if we were at nursery school, how old were we? Like four? Sinead? <laughs> four, yeah, four. I think you go to um, primary school when you're five. So you yeah, must have been must have four. Been, yeah, it must have been four, yeah. I remember my uh, best friend Sebastian, he did a thing. His, his party trick was uh, he used to um, get dropped off at the school gate with a French stick and uh, he, used to, he used to march down like he was one of the Queen's guards. Uh, no one got off with him. <laughs> what did he used to do with the French stick? Like, after the march I mean... <laughs> what, what, what did he do with the French stick once he marched? Well, like his mum had to get him a new French stick every morning. I don't think he did it every morning. I just remember him doing it once and it was the fucking coolest thing I ever fucking yeah, saw. That is Thought cool. I'm doing that. I'm absolutely doing that. Did you ever get caught getting off with Stacey? I hope that if she was called Stacey, her twin was called Tracy, <laughs> and vice versa. But, um, yeah, did I, you ever... I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember it, but now you say it, I mean, it is quite possible that we did. You know, I remember... I mean, I was four. I remember Just... her... But then also, in my memory, I am in my memory. and So maybe it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was just watching... Hmm. The character of Nick Helm. <laughs> Maybe it was an out-of-body... Hopefully it was an out-of-body experience. Um, I No, I think that was probably true. I don't think... I, think those I, remember, things, I remember that. Yeah, but the, but I, it's not... I mean, it's, not, it's a bit of a weird memory because it's, bit, it's bittersweet because, yeah, I got off with Stacey when I was four. But, you know, it was like 25 years later that I got to get off with another person. So it was kind of... <laughs> It was a big gap. It was a big gap. No, I think, yeah. Yeah. But, what? I mean, what a story. You started so early. Did it, has, and, but did then I stopped else? almost exactly immediately. <laughs> but that's all right. It still counts. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Has so anyone... when we were hanging around at school and everyone was like, have you ever kissed a girl? It would be like, yeah, I could have said yes all <laughs> those years. <laughs> like, I've fucking done it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Then I moved fucking, on to playing in the I've sun. I've fucking done it. I've fucking done it. Not, you know, hadn't even gone through puberty. Yeah. Just thumbed it in. <laughs> Has anyone, um, uh, does anyone have their first kiss at younger than four? No. Anyone have their first kiss at five? Six? Seven? <laughs> Seven. Seven. You, you dirty bitch. Uh, yeah, I've got a fucking leg to stand on. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I'm the four-year-old. I'm the four-year-old stud. You're four for age. Uh, do you mind telling us about it? Huh? Amazing. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Becca. 
Becca, cool. Um, Becca, was it like that? Were you crawling under a medical bed with a girl called Stacey or Tracy? Uh, no, it was, it was on holiday in France. We always used to go to the same place in Normandy. There's Lou there. <laughs> um, and um, there were some... The, all the, the same families were there every year and there was a little boy called Fabrice and his brother Ishmael. And their mum was a prostitute from Rouen. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> they... Um, they were there with their foster mother, Mademoiselle Picard. She'd like to take the kids on holiday because her mum could. So the mum was working. Yeah, while... she wasn't with the kids. It was Mademoiselle Picard. But oh and then um, Fabrice was my like official boyfriend, and um, we went to the cinema to see Robin des Bois, which is like Disney Robin Hood, and um, and then we snogged. Wow, it was, it was in very the cinema. exciting after the cinema at Club Mickey. Which was like... <laughs> so were you holding hands in the cinema? We did, but you didn't kiss in the, in the cinema. cinema. Yeah. Oh. I, wish I'd waited. I wish I'd waited. I wish I'd waited, and... <laughs> I wish I'd waited another few years <laughs> so I could have remembered it. <laughs> did, was anyone watching at Club Mickey? Like I'm trying to imagine. Were you the only two people in there, or like? I, I don't think. I always been a bit odd if someone was watching. I don't think there was. Wow, you must be the only two. Wow. I don't think I would have had the nerve. My first kiss was with a girl called Carol. I probably shouldn't say her surname. Not that she'll. Carol. Carol, um, uh, Carol Decker. <laughs> Carol McGiffin. Um, no, not, not any of those Carols. Uh, she's a very nice Carol. Um, she was a year above me, and I like was <clears throat> slightly scared of her because she was older than me. But I used to go to her house. I was probably. I think I was probably about eight. And she was nine. And all she wanted to do was snog. To eat polos. We used to have to eat three or four polos each and then snog for ages. Ugh, ages. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> but all I wanted to do was play mums and dads. Uh, so we sort of struck a deal whereby one of us would pretend to be the mum and one of us would pretend to be the dad. So we'd sort of pretend to be like, uh, and we'd always argue, like, why isn't my dinner ready? <laughs> awful. And then I'd always be the girl, and I'd always be like, sorry. And then, and then I'd be like, oh, God, now I've got to snog her. And then... <sighs> yeah. Well, it wasn't very sexy at all. I mean, most of it was taken up with arguing. arguing. Oh. But it was just like real life, sort of argue for ages. And then... Um, okay. Ours, uh, well, ours was very sexy. Okay. It, it was like it was it was it was like a scene out of you know Basic Instinct or something. I would later find out. Um, was there really a big gap then um, between that and your next sexual experience? Um, sexual experience. No, the next person I actually kissed, I was probably quite a lot older. Okay. But, um, yeah. but I banged loads of people, I just didn't kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I was a fuck machine, but well, I got ten fingers. Um, <laughs> I was, no, I mean, I, 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 th- I think I knew, I think I knew that, um, that, I mean, it's not very politically correct to say this, but I knew when I was growing up, because I used to I used to fall in love with page three girls. 
<laughs> so when there was like six, there'd be kind of like there'd be kind of like um, copies of the Sun or whatever. There was a lot of page three girls and a lot of papers in the eighties. They seemed to be strewn around, didn't they? You just like if you went into a wood, there'd be a page three girl. In the woods, that's where people dumped porn, and. Um, and it, and, and, and it is kind of well covered, that, isn't it? But um, What, in people's material? In, but, I mean, it is yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. You can literally make material about anything. But it's like, it's sort of like, it, you think it's an urban legend, like it's an urban myth that you could find porn in the woods, but you could genuinely find porn yes. in the woods. And, you know, that's something that, you know, um, uh, you, you can't do. The nearest thing to doing that now is uh, nicking your neighbour's broadband. Um <laughs> But you can't really, you can't really... Um... No, you don't. But don't you think that's weird that in the past, people essentially used to share porn? Yeah, they but not to... just like, but fragments of porn. Yeah. Because the rain <laughs> would get to it. I remember finding kind of like, um, like a lingerie magazine uh, on, a, on a motorway lay-by on a Sunday walk and just sort of like spotting it, walking past with my family, coming back to get it. <laughs> And it's just like covered in mud and and cum, and, you know. And then you like you, you you know it's dried, it's dried out cum, and uh, you stick it down in the back of your trousers and get home, and then you know uh, you got that as a souvenir. Um, and then who knows how many more hands that's going to pass through? You know, when you chuck it out of your window. I think there's. I I actually think there's something quite romantic about that story that you found this catalogue. I do, in a strange way. Yeah, well, it's even more romantic than that, because I lit a candle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you really use the point of with pastry girls? Well, in the same way as people fall in love with, like, like, convicted murderers. I think I I did, but I... Yeah, like, well, they're not the same, are they? No. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Um, Did you used to write to them and stuff on me? No, no. no, no. She's going to marry me. So I lived in London until I was uh, almost eight. And a lot of these memories are from maybe when I lived in London, I think. So I think Sam, Samantha Fox was a pop star as well. And I was, I I think that I was pretty much in love with her. And... uh, and then I remember this. Oh no! I just, I just remember we were on holiday in De- oh, we were on holiday in Devon, and um, and there was a there was a page three girl on the communal, um, you know, a picture of her. Um, on, the, on the communal, yeah, just lying on the table. In the, there's like a communal seating area in the lobby with sort of like newspapers, and I just remember. Um, you know, looking at her and feeling uh, stirrings within me. Don't know if it physically manifested itself, but um, but I do remember that. And then when I had to leave, uh, <laughs> I kissed her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went and played in the kidney-shaped swimming pool. And... Uh, <laughs> I do, I do remember that very, and I must have, I must have been five or six. Did you kiss her boobs, but then leave her behind? Like you didn't. I didn't kiss her ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck off! There's people groaning that. <laughs> no, that was very good. I thought it was very quick. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh I was, shit! I was 
just doing my catchphrase and you went for a high five. No, seriously, yeah, well done, well done. Seriously, well done. <laughs> well, that was very right. quick. Do you know what I particularly like about doing uh, doing like, one of them, uh, you setting it up and me, you know, doing it? Yeah. Is the is the is the post show analysis uh, where you undo all of that good work by going on about how good you were. At it. <laughs> I was quick. You're right. Best thing behind the magician's uh, the, cloth. Let's go behind the wizard's curtain. Yeah. Not a euphemism. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, I feel like... Is, has anyone else... So, you were five. No, you were six. You were seven. Oh, terribly sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yes, you were seven. Um, the ripe old age of seven. Um, is anyone... Uh, did anyone else... Uh, seven? Eight? This, I'm not going to carry on till like, 50. <laughs> is anyone... Nine? Ten? God, this... Wow. Eleven? I'm, I'm going to just finish off what you started there. Yeah. 12? 12. 13. 13. 14. 14. 14. There you go. A whole decade after me. Wow. I was younger. Okay, oh. she was younger. Yeah. At what oh, point what during the counting, at what point during the slow counting up, do you think it was your moment to chip in? I had two people say well, the numbers. This side younger. of the room are, are complete fucking time wasters. <laughs> I was younger, but it wasn't a kiss. Uh-oh. <laughs> what was it? I was like eight or nine, maybe, and a boy showed me his willy in the toilets. Okay. And I said, so? So! What a great reaction! Story of my fucking life. <laughs> but only because it's shaped like the word so. <laughs> Only because there's normally an open gash down here and people are asking whether they should sew it up. And is it shaped Only like a needle? Because <laughs> it's shaped like a needle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only the eye is at the bottom. Yeah. And, um, oh. thread through it. <laughs> if the eye was at the bottom, you'd be sewing, the needle would be sticking into you, wouldn't it? That's right. Piercing your <laughs> testicles. Right. <laughs> So you said so, yeah, and then what happened? I don't know. I that, that's left. it. That was it. How did you end up in the toilets with him? He came into the girls' toilets oh to show me. Oh my god! <laughs> did he know you were in there, or was he just going for anyone? He followed me right in. How old was he? Please don't same, say like same 50. age. Same age. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So he was the same age. Did you know him? Yeah, he's called Jordan. 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 Is any any man here called Jordan? <laughs> Okay. And what school was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan's probably regretting it, isn't he, all these years later? Doubt it. <laughs> well, he is if she said so. He's probably in another podcast telling the exact same story. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. It's a shame that we can't get you two together. Oh, so you're together, right? No, no, no. Stop getting on about Jordan. <laughs> how, how does this guy feel? <laughs> so, but your first kiss was... When you were 14? No, I was 16. But... Oh, okay. 16. That's fine. God, that's ancient. Um, <laughs> compared to, like, me and him and her. The only people who admit to it, because I think that people in this room probably kiss people earlier than 14. Um, I, a guy called... Uh, Jamie showed me his willy, uh, a rubbish dump. Um, <laughs> about two months ago. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, when I was young. And uh, me and my friend we didn't say so, but we had that kind of reaction. We were like, oh. and then we had a fight, me, me and my friend. A willy two, fight. Yeah, <laughs> I got another bloke and we got into, <laughs> no, um, with two, you know those fluorescent strip lights? Oh, God. They were on the rubbish dump, and me and her had a sword fight with them, and they like, were smashed into smithereens yeah. all over his dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't go on his dick. He'd put it away by then. But it was a lovely, it was a lovely image. <laughs> Two fluorescent um, things, just like a sword fight, and then these, this confetti made of glass. Is it, are they made of glass? Plastic, maybe? They're you don't really see glass. those They're made of glass. You do, you see them everywhere. <laughs> but that could be material. You're like, what happened no. to white dog poo? Why are there those fluorescent strips? Like, no, are they everywhere? I just don't look up anymore, maybe. Oh, oh God. <laughs> this is taking a sad turn. <laughs> just look down into the bottle of JD. <laughs> JD is your best friend. I'm from Espanol. <laughs> Welcome to Madrid. <laughs> Meliamo <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Don't think you get many Jordans in Spain. Do you? Jordan? Feels like a bit of an American name, maybe? Jordan? Jordan Knight from New Kids on the Block? Oh, shut up. <laughs> this is like a relationship, isn't it? <laughs> I mean... It, it's almost like it's just me and you who've been married for 30 years. <laughs> We're just at a dinner table and I'm like, See, Jordan's a... Jordan's not a name, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a name. And you just go, shut up. Every Thursday is podcast night. <laughs> oh, um, cool. Well, how long... What day is then? it? Every Wednesday is podcast night. 55, oh, okay, fine. Um... I feel like, has anyone else got anything to say about first kisses? Maybe we haven't mined the... Thank you for the people who stepped, were brave and stepped forward. Thank you for the brave two people in the room <laughs> that stepped forward. I like the, the sea of cowards. <laughs> Did uh, all of you telling me that you were 14 or older when you first kissed someone? No. <laughs> Lady at the front. Lady at the front. <laughs> doesn't even have to be a big 12. story. You're 12. Okay, good, good. I just don't want us to feel like slags for being so young. I'd never felt more manly. <laughs> I'd lost my lip virginity <laughs> when I was four years old. <laughs> don't pull that face. It's a bit weird about lip virginity. Lip virginity? Yeah. What's, re- what's weird about that? What's weird know. about lip virginity? Right. doesn't sound right. My, my mouth cherry... More. Yeah, actually, that's a bit better. My mouth bobbing. (laughs) What's that? That's great. (laughs) Bobbing. Is that what you call virginity in North London? No, I just I just ran out of words for it. Mouth bobbing. I'm not a walking thesaurus, is he? (laughs) (laughs) Mouth bobbing. Mouth bobbing just sounds like a game, like apple bobbing, but. Ugh, but like loads of people's mouths and you just have, and you're blindfolded and you just have to go downwards just bobbing stuff. in people's mouths yeah. and that's something that you do much later on when yeah and you don't use your mouth so tell um, us about yeah. when you were 12 
Yeah. I didn't please. mean your mouth. I meant one's own mouth. Yeah, you don't use your one's own mouth. No, it's you, no mouth you, bobbing. Yeah, you bob your. What I'm suggesting is that you bob your genitals in a row of other okay. people's mouths. Oh right, yeah. With yeah. mouth bobbing. <laughs> It's like, a, it's like one of them 50s hitchhike songs. Hitchhike, mouth bomb. <laughs> no? Go on, so, and tell us about yeah. the time when you were 12 and you got off with a man and, <laughs> and you lost <laughs> your, your lip cherry. <laughs> your cherry lipstick. Yeah, that's okay. That's like a nice way of putting it, maybe. Your cherry c- Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cherry Cola anything. bottle. We're just now naming, like, 80s sweets. Okay. Um, firstly, okay. what's your name? Uh, my name's Kitty. Oh, Kitty, what a great name. How old are you now? I'm 27. Fine. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so at the time, snake was, like, a big thing. <laughs> and this, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I, I was quite good at snake, and it was like one of the only things that I could do to impress someone. And I really <laughs> no, that's such a great thing to do to impress someone. Uh, I can play snake really well yeah. and get up to level ten. And that's literally what it was. That um, he said that if I got over two thousand, that he would kiss me, and I did. Oh, that's such a sweet so story. So that's really great because because yeah, you really worked hard teeth. for it. Yeah. <laughs> did he like hover over your shoulder the whole yeah, time? Yeah. It was quite. It was quite. Was he encouraging yeah, as well? Because oh. the worst would be if he tried to distract you, because that would be like he, he really didn't want to kiss you. But if he was like your cheerleader, like going, come on, you can do it, you can do it. And over two thousand, and he's like, yes, yes. Look at your thumbs go! Oh. And then this little snake pops over <laughs> your shoulder. Yeah, I'm Nick, talking about his penis. It was penis. such a sweet story, and then you brought his penis into it. Yeah, because it's about making a snake. <laughs> I mean, the point of snake is that the snake gets longer and longer and longer and longer, and then he goes two thousand points, and then and he goes close your eyes and I'll I'll kiss your lipstick. <laughs> Thank you, Kitty. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Oh. I'm going to sing the end song now. Okay. <laughs> I really don't feel like we've achieved much. <laughs> Still, the builders will be finished by now. <laughs> Do you need a thing? No, thank you. So is that me done? No. Oh. I've just do, you've got to join with the song. Okay. Okay. <sighs> the things we do for love. Things we do for love. This week I was joined by... Nick Helm. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> His middle name is... Tristan Phillip. <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> It's a double whammy. (laughs) Say it all together. What have you got? Nicholas Tristan Philip Helm. A cunt. (laughs) 
Yeah. All creatures great and small was a big deal when uh, I was born. <laughs> Tristan and Philip. Uh, my dad loves Prince Philip. <laughs> no, I don't know why Philip, but he's spelled with two L's. <laughs> the things we do for love. The things we do for love. The highlight of the podcast tonight from Nick's point of view was... <laughs> the things we do for love. The things we do for love. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> the Things We Do For Love was hosted by Izzy Sooty and featured guest Nick Helm. The theme music is by Charlie Jefferson. Thanks to The Phoenix for having us, The British Comedy Guide for hosting us, and to Ash Caffrey and Katie Storey for helping out on the night. The Things We Do For Love is produced by Ben Walker for Fuzz Productions and the Internet. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed The Things We Do For Love, then you might also enjoy Izzy's new book, The Actual One, which is available in shops and online now. Please visit izzysooty.com for more details. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.